Hello, and welcome to Growing Together, a podcast where we discuss all things related to church planting and vitality in the Presbyterian Church in America. I'm Chris Vogel, the Church Planting and Vitality Coordinator for Mission to North America. This podcast exists to cultivate kingdom advancement in the PCA by connecting leaders, increasing awareness of the work being done, and promoting growth through discussions on church planting and vitality. Join us today as we grow together. Welcome to MA's podcast, Growing Together. With us today is Holly Langford, the ESL coordinator at Trinity Presbyterian Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She's going to share how MA's ESL, that's English as a Second Language Ministry, has impacted her church and her community. Well, welcome, Holly. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, what t- well, what is ESL? So I said English is a second language, but spell that out for us. English as a second language ministry really is an outreach in our community um, to our international neighbors who mm-hmm. live close by the church. So we invite them to come to classes um, on Wednesday nights and teach them conversational English. Yeah. We also show Christ's love. We share um, Christ, uh, God's word through uh, action, through deed, and mm-hmm. through sharing actually the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how did you get involved? What was the, the motivation there for, for, for being, taking up this kind of work? Well, at first, when we moved back to the central Pennsylvania area, it was not a very diverse community. Mm. But we saw over the years that things began to change. People were moving into our community, into our township from all over the world. Since we had moved from Philadelphia, we were used to a a very diverse neighborhood. And yet we were beginning to see that happen in in Harrisburg. So one summer we had um, a ministry, a summer ministry for a couple of weeks where we, we would meet with the children in a, an apartment complex very close by the church within two miles. Mm-hmm. And as I was working with some of the children, I met the parents who were from other countries. So I met a woman named Mona, and she could not speak English. So I spent a little bit of time with her that week, and I realized it's time to start an ESL ministry. Okay. So you got, had that experience starting ESL ministries. What did you do? Well, what was the next step for you? Well, the first step was to pray about it. <laughs> and the yeah. second step was to, to approach our leadership. Our senior pastor was very much on board mm-hmm. to, um, to have an ESL ministry at our church. And so the, the um, first step would be to approach the, the leadership at our church and okay. propose a plan. But we also connected with uh, Nancy Boer, who is the director of ESL with Missions North America. Mm-hmm. I believe our senior pastor, Bob Eichelberg, had had met Nancy at a general assembly and had yeah. gotten some information. Okay, so the interest, you got the church leadership behind it, and then he he contacted MNA's ESL leader, Nancy Boer. Yes. And what did what did she do? She just say, "Here's a book, go do it." Or uh, is there? She actually provided so much support, and she okay. pointed us to the website, which had. Um, a step program for getting an ESL program started. She advised us to try to um, to recruit teachers, okay, and definitely to attend a training session nearby in Lancaster. And okay. so we registered. Um, we 
of course, I told you we prayed first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I prayed for six good. individuals to join us in okay. this ministry. And um, 12 people called us and signed up. And so I think at that first training session, we had 10 to 12. Okay, so 10... you prayed for six and, and got about doubled it, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> okay. So and how critical is it to have six or 12 as part of that whole training process? It's very important because the training process, it's about 12 hours of training Friday night and most of Saturday. Okay. But it provides you with uh, the tools to have a, a successful uh, ESL ministry, mm -hmm. one that um, has, a, has steps to, to how best teach, best practices to teach conversational English. But there's another element to this, and that is sharing your faith and sharing the gospel. Mm. We teach using secular materials, yeah. but each week we translate one Bible verse. The Bible devotions we use are on the website for Mission to North America. Okay. We translate one verse into all the heart languages that are at our school, and then we have a brief devotion and prayer. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. so the uh, ZSL ministry provides training. And access to to the training material. Yes. Um, and then so it said it was a, an extended weekend of Friday and Saturday. Then what are the next steps that took place? The next steps were, were to advertise okay. in the community. And now, how, how do you do that? What what went what? different places into the grocery stores, into Walmart, okay. into um, the the apartment complex I was talking about. Right. And right. by word of mouth, then people came. Okay. So. What was the response? At first, the response was small, and I was really grateful for that because we could handle <laughs> we could handle the logistics of assessing or interviewing people to decide which level they were going to be on. Yeah. And then, even throughout the year, we had continuous uh, registration. And then the next year, there were even more because more people would come to that first right. night. And so we have about 50 to 60 people registering on a given night. Um, in the fall to okay. start up for the September to May, uh, uh, program. Yeah. So 50, 60 registering now, is that then being handled by those 10 to 12 people? We now have 15 people. Okay. Serving. So as it's grown, others are, are joining in. That's correct. And okay. then as you grow, you have additional needs such as administrative help. Right. Right. To keep track of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So how, what's the impact been on Trinity as a church? Uh, that's interesting to share because about the time that we started the ESL ministry, we also sent a team of people to Hershey to start mm. a church plant. Oh, okay. We, along with our much-loved associate pastor. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, those of us who remained behind, were, we, we missed those friends and that, the, that part of the church body right. that left. So this gave us new encouragement for serving in ministry together as a team. So okay. we, we had new teams and new people serving alongside each other together. Mm -hmm. And so the church body was really strengthened. And, and also I wanted to tell you, I've, I've, I've um, been pleased that to see that the English as a second language ministry is not a layer cake ministry. Otherwise... Mm -hmm. One layer would be ESL, 
one layer at our church ministry would include women's ministries, and one would be youth ministry. Okay. What we see now is really uh, a marble cake illustration okay. where uh, there are children coming to Kids Club who are children of our international okay. neighbors. There are, um, there are folks who have come through ESL who have joined the church, mm-hmm. who um, actually knew people who have professed faith and been baptized and joined the church. Okay. They serve in, in music ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one, uh, I have one ESL teacher who is the daughter of one of our original ESL oh, students. Oh, wow. So it's, it's moving from, from the learning or as a, a child or whatever, but now yes. they're, they're part of the whole system, the yes, program. Yes, and a member of our church. Yeah. So it's okay. So it, it, it has had the effect of not just serving you know, them in that community, but then engaging that community within the, the body itself. Yes. So that is, that is great. Well, Oh, go. Go, no, go yeah, I was going to, it's going to ask, you know, anything that has that kind of value and benefit is going to have challenges. Uh, if it comes easy, it probably isn't all that effective anyway. So what, what, what are some of the challenges you've seen with ESL? One, uh, one challenge for me was to learn and understand the various cultures mm. that were in our community. I was somewhat familiar with them um, just because of some interactions I've had with friends who were yeah. internationals. But just understanding the different cultures and developing a good sensitivity for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in- encountering others at Trinity to encourage them to get involved in ESL ministry, um, that they can teach and, uh, and assist. They didn't need to know another language. Yeah. As long as they could speak English right. and love Jesus, they could serve in ESL ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly is the curriculum. We mm. use secular curriculum um, to teach English. And we're now seeing that some of the publishers are beginning to um, to incorporate in their curriculum other than biblical standards. Mm. And so um, Mission to North America is solving this for us by okay. writing their own curriculum, oh, okay. which will be, it's in process, mm-hmm. but it yeah. will be available in fall of um, 2024. Um, okay. So in about a year and a half, it will be, right. be available and then be able to have it much more integrated with the, the, the teaching aspect. Right. Um, you know, one of the, I think one of the perceived challenges people might think I'd love to do ESL, but I only speak English. So I, I, we, I could never do it. I'm not any good at languages. What, what would you say to them? Well, one thing I would say is that they don't need to speak another language because I have probably 28 languages spoken at the school. (laughs) And so I certainly know just a little bit of Spanish, but not enough to fluently com- uh, communicate right. with our Spanish speakers. But it's important that we speak English in our schools so that uh, the students learn English at a faster rate than if we were constantly interpreting. Mm-hmm. So they're of great value because they're not going to be prone to try to interpret. Right, right. So other languages, not necessarily, because it's conversational English. Yes. Take them through step by step in that process. Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so very much, Holly. I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you're doing. It's encouraging to hear how 
just having that, that experience of meeting that woman can result into a ministry that is reaching, you're saying it with each class, 50, 60 people, seeing a, a dozen or and more people in your church serving and then seeing people come to faith and being part of the body. That's mm -hmm. great. Well, Holly, thank you so much. Appreciate time together on Growing Together. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Growing Together. We hope you found the discussion informative and engaging. If you want to stay up to date on all things related to church planting and vitality in the PCA, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also love to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a rating and review. Help us spread the word by recommending the podcast to other brothers and sisters in the PCA. To stay in the loop and receive updates, visit pcamna.org slash growing dash together and join our email list. And don't forget to follow us at Mission to North America on Facebook, at PCAMNA on Twitter, and at MNA PCA on Instagram for even more content. Thanks for being a part of the Growing Together community. We'll see you in the next episode.